Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome. Thank you for tuning in with Talk With You, the one and only Christian motivation broadcast. Hosted by your one and only, Jubin Jean Georges. Hello, 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 and good afternoon, everybody. How are you guys doing? Before I continue, I want to say my number one, my number one message. If you haven't received Jesus Christ in your life as your Lord and Savior, right now is the time and day for you to receive Jesus Christ in your life as your Lord and Savior. After that, welcome to Talk With You. Today I'm coming to you guys with um, episode you know, 80, and my topic today is Don't Worry About Tomorrow Part 2. I will continue the same topic that I actually started on Wednesday. I did tell you guys that I will continue continue, uh, continue talking about it today. And today I will be covering what you can do instead of worry. So we talk about, you know, a few things. Um, we talk about a few things. Like we talk about three reasons you should not worry about tomorrow. The first one was God is in control. And we actually uh, see like in... Malachi chapter uh, 3, verse 6. We actually see like on Psalm 9, verse 7, Roman 8, verse 28, 2 Timothy uh, chapter 1, verse 7, Isaiah 55, verse 8, Jeremiah 29, verse 11. And we actually uh, talk about God wants you to look to him, not the future when you are in trouble. You know, when you are in trouble, God wants God want to guide you through your, your daily struggle. You know, God wants to be with you in your daily struggle. God wants to guide you in your daily struggle. Um, you know, we actually talk about, you know, like any loving parent, God wants to be the voice that tells you which part to take when you are cross. you know, when you are, you know, which part to take daily into, um, you know, in your life daily. We actually talk about God, you know, God equip you with everything that you need during the day to face your situation, you know. But today we're going to talk about what can you do instead of worry? What are the things that me and you can do instead of giving us a problem? Instead of giving yourself problem, what are the things that you can do? Instead of you giving yourself problem.
like I tell you guys before, and I'm going to say it again, and I'm going to keep saying over and over, over and over until God returns. Instead of you giving yourself a problem, instead of you worry about the things during the day, instead of you allowing the enemy to actually put stuff into your mind to stress you out, you should pray. If you are a believer, you should pray. If you are not a believer, and then you should become a believer. Talk to somebody about your problem. Even if you are a believer, you are not a believer, you should find someone to talk to. If you are a believer, you're able to ask God and pray uh, and, and ask God to send someone your way to actually help you with the thing that you are going through. If you are someone that have a church home, go to your church home. There's, there's actually like group, multiple group, you know, a like small group within the church, small group in the commu community. I had a couple, um, you know, a topic like that before, you know, like for you to join a small group. The small group, they will take time to get to know you. They will take time to pray for you. That's why they are there for. When you go like, to a big church, people do not have time to talk to you. You really do not have, you know, like, you know, like, you're not going to be able, unless you are, like, popular in the, you know, school, on the, the church, like you are doing something in the church, you are part of the youth, you are part of the leaders, people will have time for you. But if you are somebody that just go to the church and it is like a mega church, it is hard for people to really get to know you because when church over, everybody you know, probably going home trying to get out the parking lot, you know, like faster because the parking lot is full with cars and stuff like that. It's going to take them a long time to actually get out. Or some people, they're looking for the pastor. They're looking for, you know, people in a higher position in the church to talk to, but they are not looking for you. Join a small group. Put all your burden unto God. He wants to carry our burden. He wants to carry our worries. He wants to carry our anxiety. So you can no longer go to all those anxiety that you are going through. To keep from being swapped away by problem about the future. Put your mental energy to better use by planning for what you can, for what you can and praying for God to guide you every step of the way. Instead of you resting your mental energy into the negative things, instead of you resting your energy thinking about something that's going to happen like one hour from now, one hour from now, that's the future. Because you do not know what's going to happen within that hour or before that hour or during that hour, you do not know. That's what I keep telling you guys. We need to live in the present, the moment. We need to lay, live within the moment. The moment right now is me talking to you. The moment right now is you watching me right now. If you decided to watch me doing my whole talk show, that is the moment that you are living right now. Your focus should only be on that. But if you decided to 
get offline and then go do something else. Your focus should be in that, nothing else. You know, your focus should be on that, nothing else. But we are so easy to get distracted. We are so easy to get sidetracked. We are so easy for the enemy to just make anything happen to mess up your day. God said that he gave us authority over the enemy. He gave us power over the enemy. Most of the time it seems like the enemy have power over us because like we allow the enemy to overpower us. Don't you know that you make God look in a way like you make God look like stupid, like you know, like you put you put God down when you allow the enemy to overpower you. When me allow when me and you allow the enemy to make us stress, to make us not have faith in God. To make us afraid, we are making God look like he is he actually have no power. We make God look like Satan have power over him, but he don't. We all know that's what the enemy do. The enemy strategy, the enemy favorite thing to do is to make me and you think that he's more powerful than God, but he's not. Planning and praying are both action. Of both action. When you you are busy planning, you move out of the up, you know, on productivity state of worry about a problem and into the productivity state of looking for ways to solve it. Planning, you are planning something. Planning for ways to help yourself. Like me, one way that I plan, I say every morning when I wake up, I want to say, the first thing I want to come out my mouth is say, good morning, Father, good morning, you know, good, good morning, Jesus, good morning, Holy Spirit. And then after I say good morning to the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, and then I pray. And then, and then I say, thank you for... Allow me to go to sleep and wake up this morning. And I even ask God for forgiveness. I even ask God for forgiveness for the thing that I committed on my dream. A lot of people think like they dream on our will, but your dream is will. The thing that you dream about are really happening. I have experience within my dream. I told you guys that before. I'm going to say it again. When I used to be younger, God used to, you know, like take my spirit taking my spirit like in different countries to help people. Whatever happened to me, like within the dream, happened to me for real. One day I was fighting with a demon. The demon cut my hand. When I wake up, there was blood on my arm. There was blood on my hand because the demon actually cut my hand. I didn't lose the battle by the grace of God. But when you are fighting, you, you will get beat up. You will get punched, even though you win the battle, but you will get punched. I even ask God for forgiveness for the thing that I committed in my dream. Sometimes I dream, I see myself dreaming about sexual stuff, you know, like I'm doing sexual stuff. 
And then within my dream, things that I'm not doing, like, you know, like when I am awake, I'm doing it in my dream. When I wake up, I ask God for forgiveness. So I'm planning for the day. And then I ask God to please direct my path, direct my step during the day. To please allow me to pleasure him to do the thing that he want me to do during the day. To please help me not to commit sin during the day. So I'm planning. You know, I'm planning to help myself out. And then I tell God to take control of the day. So you're planning. When you're planning for things, you're going to remove yourself from the status, from, from the productivity, like from the thing that's going to worry you. The thing that's going to make you worry, you're planning out. You know, you know, you're planning for you not to allow those stuff to happen. So when, when you're actually doing that, you're helping yourself out. But when, when you just wake up, you don't say nothing, you don't play plan out, you don't pray, you don't ask God to actually help you, nothing like that, you just wake up, do whatever, so, so stuff will happen to you. Planning and praying are both action. When you're busy planning, you move out of the unproductivity state, a state of worry about a problem, and into productivity state of looking for a way to solve it. In a similar way, when you pray, you are giving God a chance to work in your life. See, prayer. A lot of people choose not to pray. They say, okay, the Bible says God already knows what I'm going to say before I say it. Why do I have to say it? Like I told you guys before, that is a way of communication. It's the, um, it's the relationship. God wants the relationship. He wants you to be his friend. He wants you to take him as a friend. Not just a God, but a father and a friend. God isn't, you know, interested in everything, any little thing in our life. The thing that you might think that God is not interested in, and he is interested in those stuff. Any little thing in our life, God wants to be part of it. Any little thing that you are doing, God wants to be part of it. You know, you're going to work, God wants to be part of it. You're brushing your teeth, God wants to be part of it. You're taking a shower, God wants to be part of it. You are cooking, God wants to be part of it. You're watching TV, God wants to be part of it. You're talking to a friend, God wants to be part of it. You're even making love to your loved one, you know, like to your wife or to your husband, God wants to be part of that. You know? Don't you guys know, you know, I'm going to say it like in a way for for the little kid, if like little kid listening to me so they don't, you know, like, you know, I really know exactly what I'm saying. But don't you know when you are making love to your husband, to your wife, if you pray before that, you invite God into it, you will have the best love making that you ever had in your life. Huh? You will satisfy each other because you invite God into it. A lot of people, they worry about tomorrow because they don't know how to make love to their wife. They are worried that their wife going to leave them. They are worried when their wife go out, she's going to go look somewhere else because they are not able to perform the way that the wife wants them to perform. Female too. A lot of them, they do not know how to pleasure the men. 
when the men go out, they put in the back of their mind, my man might be cheating on me because I'm having problems to pleasure him the way he wants to. But you know, do you know if you invite God into that, each of, each of you will satisfy each other. You just need to invite God into the love making. You may not think about that. Once again, if you invite God, even when you're going to make love to your wife or to your husband, he will help you. You will not worry about, about tomorrow. A lot of you go into anxiety, depression because you don't know how to pleasure your partner. You're afraid that your partner is going to leave you. So you start having anxiety. You start going to depression. So instead of you worry about tomorrow, what your partner going to do, invite God into it. You know, invite God. He will help you. That's what you got to do. Invite God. God, once again, God is interested in everything, any little thing that we are doing. A lot of females, they worry because they don't know how to cook. They don't know how to cook. They think that their husband is going to find another woman that can cook better than them. And they don't want to go to school because they don't like school. They worry about that so much. Do you know if you invite God into your cooking, he will help you cook the best food. He will help you cook correctly. He will help you cook the way that your husband loves. Same thing for the husband. God will help you cook the way your wife loves. God will help you cook the food that your husband loves to eat. The way he likes the food to be cooked. But we are not doing stuff like that. We are too busy worrying about tomorrow. We are too busy stressing ourselves out. If we allow God to be God in our life, like I say on Wednesday, we, our life will be better than it is right now. We will be less stressful. I'm not saying that you're not going to be stressful completely because we are still living like in this body. This body gets stressed easily. But you will be less stressful. You will not worry about a lot of things that you are worried about right now. If you just invite God in your life, let God be God in your life. Let God be in control. Stop being in control of your life. When you think that you win some, when you think that you are doing something good for your life, you end up doing something that's not good for yourself. You know, we need to plan for our life to find ways to help yourself not to worry so much. I thought most Christians already know how to pray. We you know most Christians, they already know how to pray. I thought most Christians already know how to pray. How to best plan things more. You know, a lot of Christians, they already know how to pray. But most of them don't know what to pray about. You know, they already know how to pray but they don't know what to pray about. A lot of Christians think they know how to pray, but they really don't know how to pray. 
A lot of Christians know for them to pray, for them to know how to pray, they have to spend two, three hours praying nonstop, talking in tongues, doing this, doing that, you know, blah, 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 blah. To them, that is prayer, but it's not. A prayer can be you sitting down, talking to God the way I'm talking to you right now. That's praying. Praying is a communication. You, communi you communicate with God. Sometimes you don't even need to say nothing. You just stay quiet and talk in your spirit. You know, Christ tell us how we can best plan to keep anxiety at peace or away from you. Number one, st store up treasure in heaven, not on earth. Oh, yeah, there, there's something that God had told me when I was young. I forget how old was I. God told me one day to open a bank account in heaven, a bank account of prayer in heaven. At first, I didn't actually understand what that means. And then I heard a voice explain it to me. Like you, you store in prayer for the future. You praying, you deposit prayer into your bank, into your heavenly bank account. When you do that, when you actually like in the moment that you were not able to pray, you can withdraw those prayers or God can automatically withdraw those prayers for you. A lot of people don't think about stuff like that. There's a few people I told them about it. They say, wow, I never, I never knew that. And then they start doing it. I know it's been a minute since I did it. You know, by, you know, I'm talking to you right now. That just popped up my mind. That's why, you know, I'm repeating it. I think God want me to do it again because I have not done that for so long. But I am still benefits, uh, you know, I am still, what is the right way? I feel like God is using this prayer for me that I have been deposited into my heavenly bank account. Because most of the time I don't pray, but stuff still going for me because I pray for future things. One of the ways that I used to pray and deposit future uh, prayer into my heavenly big account, I used to pray like, oh, Jesus Christ, help me. If I'm going to sin one year from now, please forgive me. Help me not to sin. If anything bad going to happen to me like a day from now, help me. Don't let those stuff happen to me, you know, in this and that. You know, if I'm going to make it like into a time, I will not be able to pray. God, I'm acting in that moment for you too. Use one of my, you know, like prayer to, to resolve this for me. You know, like you pray and then you allow the Holy Spirit to let you pray too. Deposit those, those prayers for you. So, so store up treasure in heaven, not on earth. Just like the Bible say on, let me see if I can find the verse again. I think I had the verse. Okay, just like the Bible says in Matthew chapter 6, verse 33 to 34. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all things, and all these things will be added to you. You see, seek first the kingdom of God 
and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. That's the same thing. Store treasure in heaven, not on earth. Store up treasure in heaven, not on earth. You're looking for stuff in heaven. Store up for yourself treasure on earth where, you know, like, you know, like, it's not a good thing. But store up yourself treasure in heaven where, you know, like, you know, like, you know, where everything will be secure for you. You asking God for heavenly things. Matthew 6, uh, 9, uh, 19, 20. You guys can read there. When you store up treasures in heaven, you take seriously your uh, you take seriously your pack as a follow follower of, of Jesus. You make choice to reflect your uh, your Christian beliefs, root and the love of God and the love of of neighbor. Matthew twenty two, um, chapter twenty two, verse thirty seven to forty. You do this by living a life of obedience to God's word and serve serve others in in Jesus Christ's name. You see, you start up having a treasure. You start up having a treasure. You know, by serving others, by living your life according to God's word. When we start living our life according to God's word, according to God, you know, like, you know, like um, Bible, when we start living our life as, you know, you obeying God, your life will be different. I'm telling you this by experience. I'm not just saying it, but I'm telling you this by experience. I'm telling you guys all this by experience. I have a friend that stress so much. So sometimes I look at him, I'm saying, wow, this guy stress so much. Any little thing stress him out. He worry about the simple things, and I'm just staring at him. I say, wow. And I'm doing the best I can to help him, even though I cannot do everything that he's trying to do. I cannot help him with everything that he's trying to do. But the little thing that I'm able to help him with, I try to help him out, but it's still stressing about the little things. I talked to him about my experience because like, he's going through something that I went through. And God had to use somebody else to help me the same way God is using me to help him. But most of the time, God sends somebody your way to help you out. The person won't be able to do it if you don't allow God to use that person to help you. 
you have to listen, pay attention. Don't act like you know more. You know? Don't act like you know more. If God if God knew that you know you knew more, he was not going to send somebody your way to talk to you about the situation that you are going through right now. It's because God know that. Thank you so much for the light. It's because God know that you do not know everything. You know? I used to do that sometime when God sent somebody my way to talk to me. And the person is talking, and I'm saying, yeah, I, I know that, yeah. Yeah, you know, it's just like, I used to do that in a way to make the person quiet, because, like, to me, the person was talking too much. But when I think about it, I say, you know what, I'm not supposed to do that. Sometimes we're asking God to help us. We're asking God to talk to us, and then God sends somebody to talk to you. You don't like it. You just want God to come down from heaven and talk to you, but God is talking to you. He's sending his servant you know, to actually come to you and talk to you about something that he wants you to know that you're not hearing him talking to you. A lot of you, God is talking to you right now, but you don't know. You're not paying attention because your mind is so busy on something else. You're not hearing the word of God, the voice of God talking to you. So that's one of the reasons why he used somebody else that their mind are not busy, that's focused on God to bring a message to you. Most of the time we miss our blessing. We missed the message of God because we did not accept God's servant. Another thing that I, I told my friend, because like me and him was actually, we went somewhere. And then in the parking lot, this lady approached me, you know, and asked me if I have any any spare change. I'm the kind of person, I don't carry cash. People that know me, I do not carry cash. All my money's in my bank, I do not carry cash. The reason why, I got robbed one day, so I choose not to carry cash. If somebody stole my credit card, I just have to call, cancel it the same day, the same moment, for them not to be able to use it. And then I told the lady, oh, I don't have no cash. She said, okay, thank you so much. And then, I was about to drive away. Something told me, uh-uh. You know, like... How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. 
If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Stop and ask her, what does she want? So I stopped the car and then I, you know, I put my window down. And then I say, hey, excuse me, um, what exactly do you want? Do you want gas or do you want food? And then she said, to be honest with you, I just want something to eat. And then I say, okay, follow me inside the mall because I was at the mall. And then I say, okay, follow me inside the mall. Just choose whatever you want. I'm going to just pay, pay it for you. And then my friend was in his car because we actually was going somewhere else. And then I told him, like, yo, I'm going to get the lady something to eat, okay? I'll be back. So he parked his car, and then he followed me as well. So I, you know, I went to the mall with the lady, and then she actually chose something, you know, some Chinese food inside the mall, and then I paid for him, and then my friends come. And then like, he actually told me, you know what? The lady asked me that, but she don't look like someone that actually need the help. Just because she have a car. You know, he think that she don't need the help because she have a car. She was inside her car. She told me she's homeless. She's sleeping inside the car. And then I told him that you would never know our God going to appeal to you. You would never know the way God will appeal to you to see if you're going to help him. And then like he said, wow, I did not see it like that. And I said, yeah. In the back of our mind, we put that somebody in need or homeless, you know, like in the street. They have to be like in the street, homeless, like dressing dirty. Somebody can have a car. I told him that somebody can have a car, apartment, or a house, anything, and then they are still homeless. They are still need help. They are struggling to, to keep those stuff. You don't know how many months the person have behind from not paying their mortgage, from not paying their, you know, like their car or their insurance. They might be driving around with no insurance, but you assume they do not need the help because they have a vehicle or because they live somewhere, because they dress nice. They don't look like someone that need help, but they do. Not everybody in the street need help. Somebody right there at, at the same job at you need help. You know, you say, wow, I did not say it like that. I say, me, I'm the kind of person, I'm not better than you, but God helped me a lot. God gave me a lot of wisdom for me to, you know, God gave me a lot of, you know, wisdom, a lot of understanding. God trained me a way to know exactly when he approached me. You know, God gave me a heart to help people instantly. And then, like I said, yeah, you know, you're right. There's a lot of people that's lying. Because, like, he actually said, like, she looked like someone, you know, that, you know, that loves to ask people for money. There's nothing wrong with her. She just like, I said, yeah, you're right. Some people do that, but you never know when God will appeal to you. You never know the way God will appeal to you. Me, I don't want to miss my blessing. You know, I don't want to miss my blessing. That's a person's problem. If they doing something like that. But me, I do not want to miss my blessing. You see? Allow God to be in control in our life. Allow God to do the thing that he want to do 
on this earth through you. If television, television is what making you worry so much, take a break from it. What do I mean? Just like I say on Wednesday, a lot of people cannot handle bad news in the news. Bad news. When you're watching TV, you're watching the news every day. They're talking about other country. They're talking about this, the thing that happened three days ago, the shooting in Texas. You cannot handle those stuff. You start having anxiety, depression. You start worrying about, you know, about so about something that happened in a couple of states away or you know, you know, like you might be like in another country and then you worry about those stuff. Take a break. You know, if he's a friend, take a break. There's a lot of you. There's some friend that you have. God do not want them as a friend for you. Because that person is, is the key to your stress. That person is the key to your anxiety. That person is the key to your depression. That person is the key to you not listening to what God is telling you. That person is the key of you not serving God. Because that person is a servant of Satan. We find Some of them, they know about it. Some of them, they don't even know. But if you allow God to clean up your life, allow God to do a deep cleaning, even me, God, I'm asking you right now, do a deep cleaning into my life. There's a lot of stuff in me that needs to be changed. There's a lot of stuff in my life that needs to be changed, God. I'm asking you to do a deep cleanup, a deep, 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 deep cleanup in my life, in my spirit, in my mind, in my soul, in my heart, in the basement of my heart my memory there's some stuff in my memory that god i'm asking you to delete i do not want them in my memory there's some stuff in your memory that you need to delete you need to ask god to delete because satan used those stuff popping up your mind stressing you out a lot of you are still stressing about something that happened 20 years ago 30 years ago 40 years ago even 60 years ago you are still stressing about it so we need to ask god to do a deep we boot a factory we set into our mind. Only keep the file that he wants to keep in your mind. Only keep the memory that God wants you to have, not the memory that you want to have. A lot of you cannot serve God right now because you're stressing because your mommy, your daddy died, or your husband died. A couple years ago, you're still stressing about it. You still cannot let them go. Let go of the past. God is telling me to tell you to let go of the past. Let go of the past. You know? Allow God to help you to let go of the past. Allow God to help you to let go of the things that's in your life that is stressing you out, that he wants you to let go, that you cannot let go on your own. Only him able to do it for you. So allow God to do it in your life. I'm talking to you guys. I'm talking to myself. Like I tell you guys, every time I go live, I go back and listen, you know, to, to the um, podcast again. You know, I go on Apple, Spotify. I go on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and listen to the message. You know, because, you know, that's so God can teach me. I'm not the kind of person that's going to say something, uh, preach the word of God, and then walk away and never listen to it. A lot of people, they do that. They think they know so much. They are so good when they preach. They never listen to their own preaching. 
because they don't believe the preach um the message was for them too. They believe the message was for somebody else, not them. But a lot of us, a lot of time, the message that you are preaching is only for you. Other people are hearing the message, but the message is for you exactly. You know, let go of the past. Living this way set a high. You know, but rightly bar it requires daily mindfulness as to your word and actions. Thanks to uh, thanks be to God, a help. You know, you know. Thanks be to God, God of grace, to keep you. You know, to keep you, to be with you during the day. Thanks to God, you're able to live a life that according to his will thanks to god we are able to overcome those stuff that we we are going through only if you allow god to be in control Even in time of distress, you can take heart in knowing that by serving the Lord Jesus, you will be reward with heaven. Reward in heaven. Colossian, I think that's what they pronounce it. Chapter three, verse twenty-three to twenty-four. Even in distress. Even when things are hard, even when when it seems like everything looks so dark, even when it seems like there is no way out, there is no way that you're gonna get out. By you put to heart, by you knowing that by serving God, you will be rewarded in heaven. Even if God have not rewarded you the way you want God to reward you on this earth. Know that after this life, you will be rewarded in heaven. You will have a heavenly reward that is greater than earthly reward. You know? Yes, God might bless you on this earth, but there's a lot of tribulation that will come to it. A lot of you, you're asking God for millions. You're asking God for a lot of blessings. But the thing that you don't know the more God bless you on this earth, the more you're going to suffer. <laughs> a lot of people don't know that. The more blessing you have on this earth, the more you're going to suffer. You know? Because you become a millionaire. You're going to have kidnapping, uh, people trying to kidnap you or kidnap your child. You know, you might end up with a woman that's only with you for money, and then you know, like you know, like you know, like you marry her, and then she divorced you, take half of your wealth. You're gonna have people trying to sue you. You know, a lot of things will happen to you. You will stress. You will stress. You will stress. So we only worry. We only asking God to bless us, but we're not asking God to help you to go through whatever you're going to go through after he blessed you. So you get out one situation, 
And then you become rich, and then you get to another situation. Being rich doesn't mean your suffering is in. No. Being rich can be like your suffering, the tribulation, get worse and worse. So that's one of the reasons why a lot of us is not because that God do not want to bless you. God choose not to bless you because he know that you cannot handle the tribulation that come with the blessing that you are asking him for. And then you start stressing. You start worrying. Oh, God, I want to do your job. I want this money to do your job. I want this. I want that. I used to be like this. Now I told God, you know what? May your will be done. You know my heart. You see my heart. You see my desire. All my desire is to please you. All my desire is to do your will. All my desire is to help people. May your will be done. I am helping people by the grace of God. But sometimes we think the blessing is too small. You start stressing, you start worrying about tomorrow because you think like the blessing that God gave you is too small. Just because God blessed somebody else around you and a level greater than you, and then you're telling God your blessing too small. Oh God, why did you give me this little thing? Look what you did for my friend. You give me this five-bedroom house and then my friend have like a 20-bedroom house? Come on. Come on, Lord. You give me like $1 million and then my friend have multi-million dollars? Come on, God. I can do better than him. I can use that money to do better things for you. He's not doing the thing that I could do for you if you give me that money. <laughs> we cannot blackmail God. You call, you call, I call that blackmailing. You're trying to blackmail God. Ain't nobody can blackmail God. Number two, choose healthy activity and influence. You see, like I said, I'm talking about what can you do instead of worry. So the first one, store up on treasure in heaven, not on earth. Now number two, choose healthy activity and influence. I'm here to help. Get Ooh. to know Siri. I am so sorry, guys. Siri is talking. I don't know why. I'm not even saying nothing to her. I don't know. Okay, 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 okay. I am so I am sorry, so sorry God. I am she so was sorry. Just talking. I don't... I am so sorry, guys. I have my tablet on. Not my tablet, my iPad. I'm looking at my iPad. That's where my note is. But this lady interrupted me. Uh, sorry for the background noise. I had to mute mute the mic because you know she was talking loud so number two choose healthy activity and influence the eyes is the lamp of the body your eyes is the lamp of your body if your eyes are healthy your whole body will be full of light but if your eyes are unhealthy, your whole body will be full of darkness. You know, your eyes is the lamp of your body. Whatever you see, go through your spirit, go to your soul, go to your heart. You know? Matthew uh, chapter 6, verse 22 to 23. You guys can read that. 
what you choose to see each day can affect the way you feel and as you know affect the way you feel you see everything you see whatever you see during the day can affect the way you can affect the way you feel you know that's what i say if you are the kind of person that cannot handle news like bad news try not to watch tv even if you watch TV, don't try not to watch those uh, news stuff. Because you are stressing about it. You're stressing about another country. And you never been to that country. You, you don't know too much about the country. You only know the thing they're saying like in the news. So take a break from that. So what you choose to see each day can affect the way you feel. If you choose to surround yourself with healthy, positive influence, you will feel that posit positivity in your spirit. You know, you will feel that positive activity in your spirit and your soul. Surround yourself with good people. Surround yourself with men of God, women of God. Surround yourself with people that love to pray. Surround yourself with people that love to fast. Surround yourself with people that have, uh, you know, you know, great love for God. That is crazy for God. Surround yourself with people that will help you to please God. Surround yourself with people that love to go around preaching the gospel, doing the things that pleasure God. And remove yourself from people that are going to make you go deeper into your anxiety, into your worry. Once again, your eyes is the lamp of your body. Whatever you choose to see during the day can affect the way you feel. Surround yourself with positive Influent people. If you choose to focus your focus your eyes on sin, that darkness will take hold and wrap the you know the way you feel, act, and preserve the action of others. If you choose to focus your eyes on sin, a lot of people that's what they do every day. They don't care. They sin every day. They feel good about it. I bet you, those people that live a sinful life every day, they are the worst that is worried about tomorrow. A lot of them, they say they don't believe in God, but they do believe in God. They go through a lot of depression. They are worried because they don't know when they go to sleep, if they're going to wake up the next day. They are afraid. <gasps> Jesus might be will. Heaven might be will. You know, they are afraid heaven might be will. So they worry so much about that. Oh my God, I'm sinning. A lot of them, that's why they drink so much. They smoke so much so they don't go to sleep at nighttime. Because they think that they're going to die. They might end up going to hell. Even though they choose not to believe there is a heaven, there is a hell. If the, if the eyes is the lamp of the body, what the purpose of a lamp is to help you find your way. Keep your eyes on the good things in life to best to best your life, your uh, you know, your work around God. 
One way to do this is to choose your daily activity and influence wisely. Otherwise, you re- you raise becoming part of something sinful that can cast shadow to darkness the pact around God. Number three. Be aware of false idol. A false idol. Anything can be an idol to you. A game. People love games so much. They can't even do a minute without a game. That become an idol. People love money so much. They can, you know, if they don't have money right now, they go crazy. That become an idol. Money is the number one idol unto people right now. That's why a lot of people, a lot of women, they uh, they going around sleeping around for money. They become prostitute. They doing they they doing that because they cannot live without money. Money become an idol for them. People start robbing bank, kidnapping people, doing this, doing that, lying to people. You know, doing this, doing that, scamming because money is an idol. No one can serve two master. Either you serve. Either you will hate the uh, the one and love the other, or you will be devout to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and money. Matthew 6, verse 24. You, you cannot serve both God and money. Why do you think God said God and money? It's because God knows money is the number one idol on this earth for people, for us. It is easy to leave a pursuit of worldly things to the point of turning those things into idol. One of the most common idol is money. Like I just say, is money. There is no question that money is necessary to live in a healthy and safe life. Yeah, we all know that we need money to live, but money should not be an idol. Money should not be an idol in your life. The problem is when you become so focused on wealth, earthly wealth, that your heart desires the ultimate, ultimate dollar more than more than it does the almighty God. Like the almighty dollar. I'm sorry. Let me read that again. The problem is when you become so focused on the uh, wealth, earthly thing. You know, world that your heart desire, you know, your heart desire the almighty dollar instead of you, instead of you desire the almighty God. God's supposed to be the almighty that you desire, but because you are so focused on earthly thing, earthly thing become your almighty desire. You desire the dollar. The dollar become your almighty. Your dollar become your God. God's supposed to be the only almighty God, but the dollar become your God, become your idol. A scripture warn us to guard your heart above all things. For everything you do flow from, from it. Proverbs 4, verse 23. You guys can read that. If your heart is fixed on dollar, your word and deed will be driven by those greed, emotion. You know, when money become a god in your life, you 
stress so much, you worry so much, the anxiety, the depression, the PTSD, whatever you, you, you can call it, becomes so heavy upon your shoulder. A lot of people end up coming suicide because of money, because they don't have money. They are worried, oh, they're not going to have money. Oh, this or that. They have to have money. They have to do the things they're supposed to do to have money, even though they know the things are not right. They still want to do it so they can have money. It's all about money, 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 money. They're selling their soul for money. They're doing ritual for money. They're killing people for money. They're drinking blood for money. They're cutting people's neck, people's head, people's private to do ritual for money. They're doing all those crazy things for money. Money, 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 money. So money become an almighty God into their life when God the Father is supposed to be the only almighty. So money is the number one idol on this earth. You know? So we need to stay away from those things. Like We need to ask God to help us. You know, we need to ask God to help us. It is a matter of time before your before the enemy impact the people around you. Those who love you and attach to you will follow you, will fall into the same thing because they also attach to you. You are a role model for them, and then they see that your focus is only on money, so they will think their money is the true God. They will start following you, and then you think God's going to watch you like that. You're going to pay for that soul. It's because of you. To live for the Lord, you are called to abandon idols. To stay away from false idol. A pastor can be a false idol for somebody's life. Because that pastor is a false prophet. A lot of people take a pastor as an idol. The pastor don't even know. The pastor not even doing nothing. The pastor just being, being a man of God. But that person so weak, take the pastor as an idol. Sometimes because of you, God allows something to happen to that pastor to show you that the pastor is just a human. He's not a God. You cannot take that pastor as an idol. A lot of pastors fall because of the church members. Because the church members take them as an idol, take them as a God. So God allows something to happen to them to show the church member that the pastor is just a human. The pastor cannot do nothing on his own. God, the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit are the one that are making the pastor doing everything that he, she doing. It's not he, she himself doing it. We cause a lot of people to fall. We cause a lot of leaders to fall. And then we blaming them. Oh, I thought he was a true man of God. Look what happened. But if you pray about it, I bet you God will reveal to you it's because of you. He allowed that to happen to your pastor. The pastor was serving God with all his heart, body, and soul. He didn't even know that you took him as a God, as an idol. He was just doing the thing that God called him to do. You know? 
the Lord know our easy, our daily trouble can snowboard and our easy, we, we get over warning about the things into our life. Today is my last day of this uh, topic. And I'm praying that God open your eyes, God help you to know, even me. You know, I'm asking you guys to continue praying for me because this ministry is not easy. It's not an easy thing to actually do the will of God, to do the thing that God wants you to do easy. It is not easy to live a, a godly life. Because we are fighting with flesh. We are fighting with a lot of enemy that we cannot see. If God don't open our spiritual eyes, we will, be, we will not be able to see it. Sometimes God don't open your spiritual eyes, but he lets you feel the presence of the enemy. So you can be alert. So you can be careful. So I'm asking you guys to keep me in your prayer because this ministry is not easy. After that, once again, thank you for the love. Thank you for the new family. I have been getting a lot of family. I'm not going to say followers because you guys are no longer my followers. The moment you click on the follow, you become my family. You know, I've been getting a lot of family members. Welcome for Welcome to the family and continue help me by sharing my, my page, guys. I'm asking you guys to please help me with my Facebook, on my YouTube. You know, I'm looking for people that know how to do design, people that know how to do uh, video intro, animation, YouTube animation stuff. You know, if you know anything about this, you know, send me a message. You can send me a message on my WhatsApp. You can send me a message on my email. And I will reply to you, and then I will pay you to, I have a couple of things I need to do. And I'm asking you guys to continue helping me. After that, have a good day. May God bless you guys. I will see you guys on Monday. Hello. Thank you for listening to Talk With You. We hope that you have enjoyed our show. And please don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel Talk With You if you have not done so if you did we just want to say thank you for your support and have a wonderful day Even when we're on a budget we still deserve nice things Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.